Hello everyone, my name is Zachary Rodier and welcome to episode 23 of the Quarantine Hockey HQ podcast. And after starting this podcast, and we didn't know if the Stanley Cup would ever be hoisted this season, it happened. Last night, uh, well, when this podcast is released on Wednesday, it'd be two nights ago, but when I'm recording this here on Tuesday, the Stanley Cup has been awarded, and the Tampa Bay Lightning are your 2020 Stanley Cup champions. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning after going through what they did last year. Uh, I'll talk about all of that but the Tampa Bay Lightning are your Stanley Cup champions. Kudos to the NHL for being able to award this Stanley Cup. Um, there's so much more to talk about. Today, when I'm recording this episode, we are just one week away from the NHL draft, 10 days away from the NHL free agent frenzy and free agency. So there's, even though we're awarding the Stanley Cup right now, Boom, right away, we're into the NHL offseason. So there's a lot to talk about. Some of you are hoping for an interview today, but there's so much to talk about. I know I've been teasing interviews for weeks, but do not worry. Next Tuesday is when our podcast will come out. We will have an interview that is coming out on Monday or Tuesday. The podcasts are now going to come out on Mondays. So we will have an interview that is going to be coming out on Monday, episode 24. And then um, we may have another episode after uh, we'll have an episode uh, recapping the trade deadline and free agent frenzy. I may make an extra episode before between those two Mondays if there's too much to talk about in one episode. But so make sure you stay tuned uh, for that. But I am confirming there is an interview this coming Monday. I've been teasing interviews for weeks. The next one is confirmed for next Monday. I'm not going to, this coming Monday, I mean, I'm not going to tell you who it is yet. um, But make sure you are on the lookout for that. But without further ado, we have a Stanley Cup champion to talk about in much other offseason news. So let's get started in today's show. After over um, two months in the NHL bubbles in Toronto and Edmonton, the Eastern Conference champions, Tampa Bay Lightning, had become Stanley Cup champions of the year of 2020. Now, this is just absolutely remarkable what the Tampa Bay Lightning did. Um, You know, it's just... After what they did last year, they were supposed to win the Cup easily last year. They were the best regular season team in NHL history. And then the Columbus Blue Jackets shut them out, sweep them, and ruined their Stanley Cup hopes. When it was the year they expected to be Stanley Cup champions. After a whole offseason of disappointment, the Tampa Bay Lightning came back and were on a roll. They were, even though they weren't, they were behind Boston in the points. They were having a great season, even though it wasn't the same season they had the year before. 
But the thing is, is it's just, it, it, you know, they were, they were doing really well and they were bound to make the playoffs again. Um, but then the COVID-19 pandemic came. We didn't know if we would ever be able to do this. We never knew if we would be able to award the Stanley Cup. And when the COVID-19 pandemic came, well, Quarantine Hockey HQ came. And I speculated and talked about the return to play for weeks and weeks. Had many interviews, weeks and weeks about this, about would we even see the Stanley Cup come out? And then right before I had that interview with Sean Fitzgerald of The Athletic. And it was right before the NHL bubble started. And I asked him, do you think this could really happen? And, you know, he, he didn't give me an 100% yes, even though he went on a bike ride and, and saw the bubble. But now... It's done. We have a Stanley Cup champion. What the NHL tried to do, they did. There was no booing for Gary Bettman last night. He didn't deserve it. There were no fans there anyway, but he didn't deserve the boos because what he did and what the whole NHL, all the cameramen, all the cleaning crews, all the kitchen staff, all of the housekeeping, all, every, all of the Zamboni drivers... Every single person that was in that bubble did a remarkable job in pulling this whole thing off. It was absolutely remarkable. Kudos to the NHL, NBC, Sportsnet. This, and, and people watched it. Obviously, there was a lot of competition um, with the NBA and the MLB and the NFL and, you know, in college football, I mean, this is the first time where, like, every single sport's been playing at the same time. But what the NHL was able to do is just absolutely fantastic. But let's get back to the Tampa Bay Lightning. After putting all they did the whole season, putting work into the NHL season, they were now going into a 2014 format. And when we, they had that proposed 2014 format, there were two teams that said no to the proposal. The Carolina Hurricanes and the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Tampa Bay Lightning said, no, we don't agree with this 2014 format. Well, obviously they liked it uh, in the end because they ended up winning. But it was a battle. It was an uphill battle for the Tampa Bay Lightning. After the round robin, they were playing a the same team they lost to the year before that they had bad memories of, the Columbus Blue Jackets, who just came off a Game 5 win against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And at that point, and you heard, and I, I got a text from Jadon Beard, who was a fan reaction. He was a fan that came on the podcast after uh, we had the qualifying round, and he said, if it's not Columbus, it's Tampa. And I, I, and he ended up being right of who won the cup. Because, listen, the Tampa Bay Lightning, in their minds, was 
the Columbus Blue Jackets. I heard an, an interview on ESPN. It was John Cooper, and and he was on ESPN, and they asked him about the Blue Jackets, and he was able to name how many days it was since they were swept. I mean, it was just all in their minds. So when they saw the Columbus Blue Jackets, I don't think they were deterred. I think they were motivated and said, well, this is our chance to have redemption. And this is our chance to really make a run if we can get by this Columbus team. Because we we will then be confident. And what was the first game? A five-overtime game. Friggin' five overtimes. I mean, that's just crazy. One of the longest games in NHL history. Over six hours. I, I It's just... it's Like, that was their first game of the real Stanley Cup playoffs. And it was a tight series between the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Tampa Bay Lightning. It ended with a in game 5 with a Braden Point overtime winner. And the Tampa Bay Lightning continued. And but that was their big hump. That was when I thought, you know, that could really be a Tampa Bay Lightning team that could really do something because they got that with the whole world was lifted off their shoulders when they did that. They were able to come back and and that must have felt so great to them. Even the players that weren't there when they got swept. But, you know, then they play Boston, play a great series against Boston. Then they play the Islanders, which is a very similar team to the uh the Columbus Blue Jackets. They're able to, you know, outbeat them, outplay them, and make it to the Stanley Cup playoffs. And, you know, game one of the Stanley Cup finals wasn't their game. But after that, they had they didn't look back. They were fantastic. They looked amazing. This game, they were absolutely fantastic defensively. And they deserved it. Kudos to the Tampa Bay Lightning. And people were like, oh, well, this cup isn't going to mean the same. It's not going to be a regular Stanley Cup champion. And they're 100% correct. This is going to be a Stanley Cup that, in my opinion, one of the hardest to win ever. And I don't care if you quote me on that. I, I don't care if you're saying I'm wrong. That's my opinion. Because when you are put in a bubble with a lot in the Tampa Bay Lightning there are a lot of older guys, a lot of veterans. They have families. You know, again, that ESPN interview, John Cooper said, I miss my wedding anniversary. I miss back to school. I miss so many things. These guys were put, basically, they lived in a hotel room. They lived in a hotel for two months. Didn't get to see their families. Only if some families got to come for the Stanley Cup Finals. So most players didn't get to see their families. Uh, two months without their kids, their wives, their girlfriends, their family. And they're in a hotel room and basically secluded and trapped in a bubble. If that's not hard with the mental toughness and grind, you have to win the cup. And let's not forget in the first two rounds and the qualifying rounds, there were back-to-backs. There weren't back-to-backs in the Stanley Cup in the conference finals, but in the Stanley Cup final, there was a back-to-back. And that hasn't happened in a while. Basically, every team had a game every other day. That's a grind. 
most playoffs don't have a game every other day, and once you win, it's just one day break. No, most they don't have that. Most playoffs don't have that, and this year it did. And this year was so hard to win because they were away from their families. Even when they won the cup last night, they FaceTimed their families. The owner wasn't even there. He got the cup this uh, this afternoon when they came home from the airplane. So I this was a very tough one to win. A very hard Stanley Cup final. And the NHL staged 130 games in 59 days. I mean, come on, that, that's just unreal. Unreal. So, you know, it, it's just, it's just, again, kudos to the NHL and kudos to, to the Tampa Bay Lightning for being able to do what they did. And Steven Stamkos, who only played 2 minutes and 47 seconds in the Stanley Cup Final, got a goal in those minutes. He got to lift the cup. With minutes remaining in Game 6, he began putting on his equipment and his uniform, ready to hoist the cup. It's just... And and one thing I really liked about this one is when... When the Tampa Bay Lightning, usually they just call over the captain. They all surrounded Gary Bettman in the Stanley Cup first, took a few photos, and then they gave it to um, Stamkos in front of everyone instead of just him and Bettman, which I thought was nice. Um, and it was beautiful. I, 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 even though the you know my team didn't win the cup, I make sure I watch that every single year. And this year was special. I, I saw I saw the, the keepers of the cup. You know, I, I know some of them. Phil was out there carrying the cup, and it was just a long red carpet all the way with the music and the spotlights walking slowly with that shining cup and seeing the players, how excited they are to hoist that thing. It's just, it's the one of the best things to watch ever. And I had that opportunity to hold that cup and, and and have my moment with that as well. And I know I didn't win it as a player, but it's just such a special trophy. And it's just, you know, I didn't... I, I worked hard with my foundation, but I didn't do it to work for that. I... I didn't even know I was getting the cup until they told me that minute. But for these players, their whole goal when you're a sm- when you're a hockey player, when you're young, your goal is to win that cup. And after all the years of work you put into that, to finally have that moment and opportunity to hoist the Stanley Cup is remarkable. And it's just absolutely crazy that... They finally get that moment, Nikita Kucherov, Victor Hedman, Con Smythe winner. I'll talk about that in a second. Braden Point, Vasilevsky, Steven Stamkos, Pat Maroon, back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. One year in St. Louis, now in Tampa. He's a free agent again. You know, it's just, it's just, it's crazy. 
And the Tampa Bay Lightning, after all they went through to bounce back and, and win this cup this year, is crazy. They're going to have a boat parade. They're going to have a rally. There's never been a Stanley Cup champion boat parade before. So that's going to be awesome. And, you know, it, it's just... It's just crazy, you know, the, and Gary Bettman saying he, uh, he's proud of the NHL's accomplishments, the Lightning proved a a lot of people wrong with the cup win after, after their first round exit, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just crazy, and John Cooper of the Tampa Bay Lightning said, that might have turned the tables, that overtime winner against the Blue Jackets. Because if we didn't win that game, all of a sudden, doubt creeps in. We had a pretty resilient group, but you need some sort of success. You need to feel it. You need to taste it. Now, if we don't win that game, who knows? Now, Columbus, they might be in our head. But when we won that game, I think that was the catapult for where we are right now. That five overtimes, I 100% agree. After all the work and the history between those two teams, the fact that the Lightning were able to get that overtime winner, I think it really did just catapult them. And it's just, it's just crazy. It's really, really crazy um, that they were able to do this. And uh, it's, it's just fantastic. So congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. I've been rambling here. But it was just an amazing sight last night. Um, you know, players were FaceTiming to celebrate with their lo- loved ones. And John Cooper brought all of his coaching staff to his press conference. Um, I mean, it was just absolutely fantastic. I, I got to say, and you know, I've been talking all about the Tampa Bay Lightning. Well, well yeah, they, they won the Stanley Cup. But... Let's talk about the Dallas Stars. Um, obviously, the Stars play on special teams. Uh, it hurt them. It cost them. They had a special team. They had a power play near the end of the the game. Uh, they had injuries. You know, Sagan was dealing through, I think, wrist and hip injuries. They just fell short. Uh, 65 days in the bubble, and Sean Klinberg said everyone's been away from their families and their lives. It's a second family. Spent a lot of time this season together as well. We're brothers. Um, we're having a great time together, and this one stings a lot. It hurts. It hurts more. This is the dream to play on the biggest stage in the world, and you end up losing it. It stinks. And Jamie Ben, he also uh, he, he couldn't even speak when they asked him about it. Uh, so the pain is is definitely there. Um, but, you know, it's just absolutely fantastic uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning. But, you know, the Dallas Stars, I don't think most people even thought that they would be in the playoffs at the start of the season. Um, then they were able to, you know, become top four. And... They were the number third seed after the qualifying, after the round robin. And I, I don't think anyone expected them to be in the Stanley Cup finals. But they did. They were, and they made it. And they played absolutely lights out. They were fantastic. Hudobin, 
um, was amazing for the Tampa Bay for the Dallas Stars when you we didn't even know if they could do it after Ben Bishop got hurt for the Dallas Stars. So Kudobin's amazing and has a bright future wherever he goes, whether he stays in Dallas or he ends up somewhere else. But it's absolutely fantastic um, what the Dallas Stars did. Obviously, it's a tough pill to swallow, and I don't know if they'll be able to get back to the Stanley Cup Finals in the near future. But they should be proud. Right now, it's, you can't be proud of yourselves. You just were so close, and you couldn't get it done. But in a few months, you're going to see what you did was special, and you just try to build on that after. Because um, no one had them. Uh going to the Stanley Cup Finals in the first place. But let's talk about some other players for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Kevin Shattenkirk uh, scored that overtime goal in Game 4. Um, he redeemed himself. And, you know, Stamkos, who was injured, celebrates getting that cup. Um, and all the partying and, and you know, Kalorn cuddling with the cup is sleeping at, uh, on the plane uh, on their way back. Just some great stories. We're going to continuing continue to cover these. But it's just, you know, on a personal note, I can't believe after 23 episodes we're here. And that's 23 episodes weekly. That's 23 weeks. But QWHU score recap, it's over like, I think, 50 or 60 episodes of, of my podcast. And it's just amazing that we're finally here. We're finally with this. We finally have a Stanley Cup champion, and it's it's an amazing feeling to to watch it last night, to see them hoist it. I'm gonna watch the parade and all of the celebrations. Um, obviously it's tough. You know, there's still restrictions now. Um, there's still COVID nineteen. You're not gonna be able to have the parade and the rally you want. Um, the day with the cup, the cup right now has to stay in Tampa, um, according to Pierre Lebrun of the Athletics. So players are going to have to have their day with the cup in Tampa. Um, we also don't know how long this offseason is going to be. So how many days will we actually have for each player to get it? Will each player have their whole day with the cup? There's quite, there's a, we don't know right now. We don't. Um, but I'm excited to see what happens. The Tampa Bay Lightning definitely deserve this. And, uh, yeah, just congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, in the, especially the NHL, all the broadcasters, everyone for being able to cover this and finish this and award the Stanley Cup. But now we're in the offseason, right? We're in the offseason. The Stanley Cup has been awarded. And the draft, when I'm recording this on the 29th, a Tuesday of September, we're exactly one week away from the NHL draft, and there's definitely going to be a ton of trades and buyouts and a lot of moving in just one week. So let's preview that, talk about all the NHL news besides the Tampa Bay Lightning, but that's all I'm going to be talking about with the Stanley Cup right now. You know, there's so many things to talk about with the Tampa Bay Lightning, that, you know, in a podcast, I, I I can't spend hours and hours talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning, but it's absolutely fantastic. You know, I've been posting pictures and all of that stuff on Quarantine Hockey HQ's 
Instagram and Facebook, and on especially especially on Twitter at Hockey HQ Podcast. There's been so much to talk about. Congratulations, the Stanley Cup champions of 2020, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now let's get into the other NHL news. So with the rest of the NHL news, lots to talk about, but I'm going to be short and sweet. Just talk about a few things, and uh, well, like I said, next week, my episode's going to be, we're going to have an interview on Monday, um, and I'll be talking about all of that in the week and previewing the draft and the offseason, but I'm sure by the time I have this podcast and on Wednesday and then the next one on Monday, there's going to be a lot of NHL news happening, including this one. It's been rumored, reported, and confirmed that Henrik Lundqvist of the New York Islanders, the king, after all these years, will be bought out. Um, he probably will be bought out by the time this episode is released. Um, you know, it just sucks. To be honest with you, he, he's been amazing and amazing for that franchise. And the fact that it's come to this, he's just been outshined by, by two young goaltenders. And buying him out gives uh, the, the New York Rangers a lot more breathing room with the cap. Uh, with the salary cap, and that's that. In other buyout news, Bobby Ryan of the Ottawa Senators was bought out. Um, he is now a free agent. Other rumors are that uh, maybe Alexander Wenberg of the Columbus Blue Jackets could be bought out. Uh, do he's had rough seasons, um, so that's a possibility. Talking about the Columbus Blue Jackets, they have been the team that has had the most interest in Patrick Laine. Um, yes, that has been reported on Insider Training on TSN. Uh, I don't know where that stands at this point, but the Blue Jackets are looking to add a lot of offensive talent. According to Elliot Friedman, they're looking to rattle the cages, shake things up, and make some big moves and make headlines. So we'll see where the Blue Jackets go over uh, the next few days. Um, the Rangers will be selecting... First overall, you know that, and due to the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup, now the order for the whole uh, draft has been solidified. Um, there's also possibilities that, you know, the the New York, uh, the Edmonton Oilers have been looking at Peter Mrazek. They're also looking at Kemper and Markstrom and other goaltenders. They've also book, been looking at Oliver Ekman Larson uh, with news regarding um, Jack Eichel. The Sabres uh, had a few talks with Jack uh, about Jack Eichel with other teams, including the Boston Bruins um, and the Rangers. Um, but the Buffalo Sabres and Jack Eichel want to stay where they are right now and Jack Eichel wants to stay in Buffalo, and the Sabres definitely don't want to trade Jack Eichel at this moment in time. Uh, we had a trade. Patrick Hornfist landed up in Florida. Bill Zito's first trade as the GM there. Um, and uh, Matheson and one other player landed back in Pittsburgh. And Hornquist had a no move trade clause so he had to give permission for this trade to happen and he thought about not doing it but then he said no what I'm not wanted here in Pittsburgh anymore uh, so he decided to leave and he'll be now in the sunshine state 
in Florida. Um, you know, with some other news, there's just a lot of speculation uh, with everything going on. The Tempe Lightning, you know, they have a lot of cap uh, cap issues. Uh, they have to uh, get Sergachev and Sorelli um, as RFAs. They have to sign them. They don't want them to be offer sheeted. Um, and, you know, after just one week, just a week, you know, right after they won the Stanley Cup, right away, um, the general manager for Tampa, he's already been busy. He's He's got to make those calls. The NHL draft's going to be virtual, so things are going to look different in this draft. It's definitely going to be exciting. And, you know, there's just everything else with the NHL right now. A lot of speculation and, you know, just a lot of things right now. Um, Ottawa, they have picks three and five. So they have a lot of room and things they want to do with uh, the Montreal Canadiens. They have Max Domi. What are they going to do with him? It, there's just uh, there's there's a lot of things to talk about when it comes to hockey. So, you know, I, I just I, I just I, I don't know uh, what we'll see in the next week and the next time we'll have a podcast. I, I, I don't know all the NHL news that we're going to be able to to talk about um <laughs> we may have really big trades or we may not have nothing we may, we may have nothing uh by the time we uh by the time we we come next week uh maybe maybe we'll we won't have uh much nhl news in other news the sharks have loaned um forward marcus Sorensen to hc vita austin um so other players going back and forth there um this was this year's closest Smith Trophy vote. Uh, Victor Hedman had nine first-place votes. Brandon Point had eight first-place votes. Um, And I was talking about Sagan having injuries. He played through knee, hip, and groin injuries throughout the playoffs. Um, Detroit has Red Wings have signed forward Dominic uh, Turgeon to a one-year extension. Uh, we had a trade between the Golden Knights and the Chicago Blackhawks. The Blackhawks acquired Brandon Peary, and the Golden Knights acquired Dylan Secura. In regard to Alex Petrangelo, the Blues are there's a possibility for a sign and trade. The Arizona Coyotes plan to explore everything uh, to try and keep Taylor Hall. The Minnesota Wild, Pittsburgh Penguins are two potential destinations for Mark Andre Fleury. The Florida Panthers are heavily pursuing uh, Tory Krug's UFA rights. So Florida, with their new GM, is looking to make moves here. Um, so there's definitely a lot to talk about. I'm very excited for that. Um, the Montreal Canadiens have signed for Jake Evans to a two-year 750 AAV extension. So lots of speculation, lots of news, and things like that. Another one. Islanders Thomas Grease is not expected to stay in New York this offseason and will likely test free agency. Um, you know, it's just, there. you know, there's a lot of speculation and news and, and things like that. Um, and, you know, Craig Anderson also, for, it's Craig Anderson uh, is also uh, not going to be there for the 
Ottawa Senators anymore. It's going to be musical chairs for goalies. Goalies are going to be flying all over the place. Um, so teams like the Blue Jackets and um, like the Blue Jackets and the Hurricanes and a few other teams who had two number one goaltenders. It looked like an asset. Now it doesn't because a lot of teams have that. A lot of goalies are going to be going everywhere. That's all the NHL news there is this week. Again, there's more, but I cannot cover all of it. A lot of speculation as well. We'll see what there is in the next uh, few days uh, between now and Monday uh, when I record uh, when the podcast comes out Mondays now. Um, It's just been coming out Wednesdays because of two Jewish holidays. We'll now be moving permanently to Wednesdays. Again, there may be a surprise extra episode um, after the draft and free agency, but just stay tuned to social media for that. Without further ado, let's get right into the outro. Thank you so much for listening and supporting me through all of this. Crazy, we have a Stanley Cup champion, zero positive tests in that bubble. Um, You know, it's just fantastic. I've loved covering for you. You know, people are asking me about Quarantine Hockey HG podcast. We're going to continue the podcast and we'll continue the name for right now. We're still in this pandemic. I'm still having to stay at home, having online classes, things like that. So we're still in a quarantine. We're still in a pandemic. So we'll continue this show for you right now. Um, and I can't wait to, to have our next episode on Monday. Let's get to the outro. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my monologue on the Tampa Lightning, congratulating them and the National Hockey League. Um, that was actually a pretty fun uh, thing to record. So I hope you enjoyed it. It was absolutely fantastic to watch the cup presentation last night and everything else that transpired there. Um, I also hope you enjoyed the speculation, trade news, free agency. There's a lot to talk about and, you know, the turnaround between the Stanley Cup uh presentation and the draft just there's they're eight days apart um now when i'm recording this on tuesday it's just a week apart so there's a quick turnaround here lots of things to talk about cannot wait to cover it all um next podcast episode is on monday and uh you know it's just gonna be a great podcast and we will have an interview i promise you we will have an interview then i have the confirmed interview I'm going to be recording that very soon with my special guest. Make sure you follow us on social media at at HockeyHQ Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram and Facebook at QuarantineHockeyHQ. If you want to send us a message, anchor.fm slash QuarantineHockeyHQ. If you are just joining the podcast family, the QuarantineHockeyHQ Podcast family, please listen to past episodes and please, please, please share this podcast with everyone. I appreciate it so much. Thank you all for your support. And I'll catch you next week on Monday on QWHU Podcast, on Quarantine Hockey HQ Podcast. Thanks, everyone.